podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to uh, a special Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, uh, as we are here to discuss the news today that broke that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has parted company with Rangers and is no longer the Rangers manager. Uh, I am your host for this, Scott Carney. Uh, before I come to Lars, just quickly, before I go any further, Dundee Taylor, I have to give a massive shout out for buying his three coffees. He done so just there. Really appreciate that, mate. Thank you again for the support. Uh, and joining me to discuss... Um, News that we probably weren't expecting, lads. Let's not let's not be shy about it. Uh, Ali Pearson, how are you, mate? Not bad. I didn't expect to be on a podcast on a Monday night, Carney. I was shocked no. as you when the news came out after our, our podcast marathon on Friday night when um, we all pretty much said, strap yourselves in, he's there to the end of the season. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Nobody listens to us about actual no, football and matters, let's be honest. Uh, and Ryan from a mobile location, uh, thanks for joining us, mate. How's it going, boys? I tell you, Rangers just don't they don't take our personal lives into consideration. I'm a very, very busy man on Monday night driving kids about to foot driving kids about to football training, but I wanted to come on and speak about this. Um I the inevitable has happened, mate, and I didn't know about it until you'd text. Yeah, um, it just uh, the first person I seen it off this morning was Stevie from Four Lads, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And before you knew it, there was a, a club statement out. Um, speaking of the club statement, I will read it just now. Rangers Football Club confirms today it's part of the company with manager Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. The board would like to put on records and say thanks to Gio for all these efforts since appointment as manager. Arriving at the club just over a year ago, Gio led the club to a fifth European final and won the Scottish Cup last May. He also led the team to the club's first Champions League qualification in 12 years. Unfortunately, results and performances over recent months haven't met expectations and a decision was made today by the board to terminate the contract of the manager. The search for the new manager is now underway. Chairman Douglas Park commented, I want to thank Gio for the hard work he has put in over the last 12 months and especially the achievements of taking the club to the Europa League final and winning the Scottish Cup last season. Unfortunately, recent results have not met neither our nor Gio's expectations and we have taken this difficult decision today. Everyone at Rangers wishes Gio every success in the future. Um, Yeah, uh... I say it's very clear that he has been sacked. This isn't mutual. Yeah, he's definitely um, been given the bullet. Uh, I think it's quite easy as soon as it happens to immediately kind of feel sorry for him a little bit because you don't ever want to see somebody lose their job, that's for sure. However, it, it had to be done. Um, and I think um, I was so shocked by it because of the conversations that we'd had. I'd said on previous pods that I'd, I'd set myself up to have him here for the whole season. <laughs> I just thought he, was, he wasn't he was going to go anywhere. And I, I think I'd done that to try and not disappoint um, myself. Um, Ali, not that this is really a good thing, but maybe, maybe someone from the club watched the podcast for the British Heart Foundation that we done on Friday night, seen that to the majority of Rangers podcasts that were on, if not all of them that were on, uh, by the way, the podcast link, uh, the link for the 
the British Heart Foundation is still active. We're at 3.3k just now, which is brilliant. So if you want to continue to donate, that would be great. A wee, wee plug for that there, just a wee plug for that there. Uh, but yeah, maybe everybody pretty much agreed that time was up for Gio and it was a matter of time. But I'm, I'm not going to lie, Ali, I, I genuinely didn't think it would be now. I, I honestly didn't. I thought, after especially what came out with the Sky Sports interview, when that came out, I thought, right, well, he's, he's definitely here until the new year anyway. Yeah, it's a bizarre one when you think about that Sky Sports interview only three days ago. So, and that. someday Sky Sports is raging. <laughs> yeah, well, we, when you release that, I think it was David Edgar that said to us on Friday, when you release something like that, he's staying basically. And we all agreed. I think every Rangers podcast, like you say, Carney, agreed on it and I was as shocked as you this morning. It's uh, I thought if they'd get rid of him, they would have done it pretty much straight after that St Mirren game. So, yeah, it is, it's a weird one, whether they have a guy lined up, ready to go, to take the position that's came available, I don't know. But I like Gio, like you, Carney. I think he's a, he's a nice guy, I like him. Do I think he's the man to lead Rangers forward, like I've said for weeks and months on this podcast? No, I don't. Um, so it's the correct decision by the Rangers board finally, but it's too late for me. I said weeks and weeks ago, the time we pull the trigger, it'll be too late in terms of the league. And I still agree with that. I think it's too late in terms of the league, but they have to do it. The AGM's coming up soon. Um, financially, it could cost Rangers in terms of... It's, it could it could rumble on. We've got the Leverkusen game coming up as a friendly, which I thought... Nobody was really going to turn up. That will now probably be a full house now because it'll be the new manager's first game, potentially. So it's a correct decision by the Rangers board, but too little, too late for me. And there's another man, potentially, that you'll come on to that possibly should go to. Mm, we'll definitely come to that, mate, for sure. Ryan, um, your thoughts on today's, mate, and the timing of this decision by the board? Well, first, first and foremost... Van Bronckhorst gave me us definitely some of the happiest days of my life as a player because he was unbelievable. And he is, I'll always look back and think Van Bronckhorst was a great football player for Rangers, a brilliant, he was an elite footballer when you think about what he went done with Barcelona and Arsenal. <clears throat> and he had the balls to come here and, and try and change this team because this team were struggling when he came in. Yes, we were, <clears throat> he was at four or six points ahead in the league. We were limping through games. You could see this team were kind of coming to a, coming to an end or needed freshness at least in, in the team. And you've seen that with the semi-final against Hibs. So he had the balls to come here and you can tell he loves the club. And he took us to a final. He took us to a European final, which you'll never forget either. That, that journey was tremendous and I will always be grateful for him for doing that. However, domestically we have been a, an absolute show, like an absolute a joke really. We have been so poor, struggling through every single game. Even like when you think of some of the cup games this year, was it Queen of the South and Dundee? That those two games, you I mean you would have you would have, you would have paid money to get out of the stadium quickly because it was so hard to sit and watch, and it just wasn't happening for him domestically. It wasn't happening from this season at all, really. Um, I'm like Ali. I believe that he should have went. I didn't know what to say at the time, like. I'm very much of the opinion that I don't think you should speak about a man when he's in his job and, and call for his head. I don't like it. In my head, I wanted him gone after the old firm game because I felt Rangers players weren't playing for him. I thought they chucked the towel in. 
and they've done it umpteen times since. And I think there was opportunities for them for them to to remove him and his management team for for the position. But I think that the timing is strange because it felt as if they could have done this weeks ago, even after the Livingston game, when you felt right, this is just getting to this stage for the leagues. The league's at our fingernails at, at, at this point. And then the St Mirren game, and we're, we're all sitting there. I mean, I probably looked as if I wasn't a, a Rangers fan in the pub that day because I just wasn't reacting because I was numb. I was numb with Rangers' performances and Rangers dropping points. And even when we're winning, I, was numb, I wasn't feeling it. And for me, I know you're going to go into why you think um, he's been removed from his position at this point. For me, I think the board, horrible to say, I think they've stitched him up a wee bit. I think they've waited till the league's over and they've went. They've kind of made it look as if it's Van Bronckhorst's fault because, yes, he has failed as a manager this season. However, removing Van Bronckhorst's position is only the start yet. He was only a small part of the problem. There are bigger problems at Ibrox. Some of them are wearing a shirt on a Saturday and some of them are up in that stand in the director's box. And that's just a small step we've taken today by removing him. Hmm. Yes, um, yeah, I can't really disagree with that. Uh, I think the, I think the board, I think they stitched them up more than once. To be honest, I think the the biggest the biggest problem, uh, the biggest the biggest raw deal that Geo got was the recruitment. Um, it hasn't worked. Uh, let's be honest; it's, it hasn't worked. Um, and yeah, I. I don't know. Um, again, I don't. I don't ever steal other people's points. But I heard something on um, Heart and Hands, uh, kind of breaking news pod, if you like, today when they done one. That David Edgar mentioned that something in it. I hadn't crossed my mind that this is exactly a year since Geo took over. So there might have been a clause in this contract for. And again, this is pure speculation. There might have been a clause in his contract. He's one year review. If um, things aren't going well, the board could trigger a clause that would release them. They wouldn't pay as much, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And if Gio had any confidence in himself, then he probably decided to have that. And again, that's all pure speculation, but I do believe that's the case because I don't think the board wanted to take the risk. I don't think the board would have liked to have taken the risk to see what happens over the next few games or even into the old firm game. Um, yeah, I, I, again, look. I, I criticise the board all the time. Um, they have finally got to the, this decision correctly, but I don't know how many times I need to say that about the board as well, that they have finally got to make the right decision. They, they've took too long, uh, in my opinion. Uh, it has happened now, yes, and we move, and we're going to need to continue to move, but it has um, it has taken far too long. Um, Ali, Ryan did mention that there is no doubt in my mind that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst gave me probably the best European night of my life um, in that Leipzig game. I've never experienced Ibrox like that in my entire life. I've never had a feeling like that um, when Lundstrom scored that goal uh, and the, the, the whole of Ibrox just being in unison. It was an unbelievable feeling, even at full time, the way we were at full time with each other. It was, it was just an incredible night and I'll never forget it and I'll never forget him for, for giving us that. However, there is no doubt that the domestic form, even last season, this season and even last season, um, wasn't anywhere near it. It wasn't good enough. Uh, and especially the away form, that's really what's cost them. Uh, I, I don't think the success rate, I think it's something like 60% or something like that out of away games that he's had, uh, uh, that's not good enough. That you're you're not going to you're not going to survive at Rangers when you when your stats your stats are reading like that. But <laughs> What am I trying to get at? I think, as I say, it's easy to to start 
reminiscing about all the good times, but the the long story short of it, mate, is the domestic and yeah, I mean the domestic form, yes, but let's not forget, mate, that yes, he got us to the Champions League group stages, he did, but it was an embarrassment when we got there. Yeah, domestically he's it's not been great. Um when he first took over from from Gerard and we looked stale at that point, he got the new manager bounce as soon as he came in and he went in a wee run and his 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 catch line was keep his zero at that point. That, that's that's what it was about. The turn of the year, we started dropping stupid points. His, his away record is is awful. Um this last season and this season. So domestically, he's been poor and it's it's not good enough. Um yeah, the European run last season was fantastic. I mean, I mean, Scotia got to go to Seville to watch to watch Rangers in a major cup, a European Cup final, which I never thought I'd be able to see again in my lifetime. Semi final against Celtic after we took Braga to extra time, done well there too. He got us into Champions League, but in the Champions League, it has been an embarrassment. We've been we've been scalped by teams in that Champions League, and it's it's just rolled into the into the league. Games this season as well. Even games we've won at Ibrox this season as well. There's been a couple in there where we've been decent. I think Ross County, the 4 0, Hearts away, 4 0, St. Mirren at home, 4 0. But there was other games in there at home where we were just, just limping over the line. And that's what it's been like for the past six weeks or whatever it is, probably since the Celtic game, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, his domestic form hasn't been great. But I don't know what else to say him because I actually I like him as a guy. Can he is? I don't want to say it, him, but he's just in terms of a football manager for our club. He's he's just not the guy. You asked me the question, Carney. I think last year it was you asked us at all. I said I don't think he's the guy to take us forward, and I changed my mind beginning of this season because the European run blinded me, if you want to say. Um, so. Back then, I could see it. He wasn't a guy to take us forward domestically, and thankfully, the board have now. But as I say, it, it, it's too late in terms of this league title. It's we've chucked another league title away because of this, and the board need to take major responsibility. <clears throat> Again, I can I can agree with that, mate, uh, and I know what you mean. It's the sense of yeah, well, Gio's got us in this position, but we've acted now, so it's now almost a free hit for a new manager to come in because you've pretty much already made sure that you'll not catch um, you, you'll not close that gap um, I say nine points is, for me is too much it is, it's too much especially at this stage of the season and people say you've been at the winter break well no even at the winter break we're on the 21st of November do you know what I mean like we're, we're nine 15 points 15 games we've played yeah it's, it's just not good enough it's nowhere near good enough um, Ryan you, you obviously you did mention um the run, the European run, I say I don't think you can ever really take that away from him. And let's be honest, mate, we were all blinded by that. Every single one of us got blinded by that. Because, again, though, why why shouldn't we? I, we, I just say we had a conversation about this with, um, uh, I, was, I can't remember who it was on uh, Friday night, but you've got to enjoy these times. You have to, as a fan, we invest so much of this and so much of ourselves into our football club. Um, from, and nobody can tell you why we do it. It's just what we do. It's what we are. It's what we live for. So you've got to enjoy these times. And I think he deserved, probably deserved to be backed a little because of that. And given the summer, you were like, okay, well, you'll be able to build over the summer. We'll hopefully carry this form in. But it just, it never happened. And if I'm going to be ruthlessly honest, mate, 
I am I am agreement with you. You were a wee bit like Ali there, mate, when I first came to you that you kind of went through everything that I was going to speak about. <laughs> but I uh, I agree, mate. See, after the old firm, the first old firm game of this season, in my head I went there is that this only ends it only ends one way, and from the start of the season, mate, it, it's just not been there domestically at all. No, the European run, like you say, with every right to be excited and whether you say you get away away with it or whatever, it doesn't matter because he deserved he deserved the opportunity to turn the domestic form round and and bring players in in the market and and try and change this. But it's funny because you look back and I, people will be fed up me hearing that. I think I mentioned this at every podcast. The podcast we did after the old firm game at iBooks last season. We were doing well in Europe, but after that game, we were all saying this team needs cleared out. No matter what, this team needs cleared out. They're on their, they're on their knees. They're done. There's so many changes. We need new identity, and we're saying that when we're probably, I'm guessing, quarter final, semi final, something like that, in a European uh, trophy. That's what we're saying, and it didn't happen this summer. And <clears throat> you can blame Van Bronckhorst, but for me. A lot of it, um, the majority lies with Ross Wilson and 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 the board. They they've not invested, they've not recruited right, and it does look as if from Broncos not being able to bring his his own men in. I don't think we'll ever find out if that has been the case. But um, totally see the old firm game. That's when my heart sunk, as it would when you get beat four 0 for that lot. But my heart sunk at the players, Carney, because again we go to Celtic Park and we go one down and we just. We collapse. We mentally collapse. Like we've seen so many times this season, as this this team are so are so soft mentally. And and for me, even Broncos looked like a broken character. You could see him getting frustrated by likes of Kent walking away for the ball and not facing the play. And there were so many things that day. And I thought there's something broken between him and the players. And if you're not emptying your emptying your tank against Celtic, when are you doing it? Like when are you doing it for Rangers if you're not doing an old firm game? And, yeah, I was pretty much the same after that game. I thought this is ending one way, and whether it's now or after the Champions League game or at Christmas break or whatever, it's it's coming. And I would have put a bet on it was good that that was going to happen, and, and here we are. Ali, when when was it for you? Do you think we were along the same lines of then? When did you think this just isn't going to happen? Same. Uh, yeah. After that old firm, he, he didn't learn from the. The previous old firm at Parkhead, where they did the exact same thing, and we went out, and if not, we were worse, Carney. And we, we went to Ajax. Worse. We went to Ajax the following week. And I thought we we're utter shambles. Sometimes you got a response out of this Rangers team in the next game, but we didn't even. I know we were playing Ajax, but we didn't even get that. We didn't even get. We get nothing. Um, after that Celtic game, if I had a choice, I would. I would have pulled the trigger then as well because yeah. that was a complete embarrassment. That was four 0 going on. Potentially, whatever they wanted to do to us, Celtic. I actually thought they felt sorry for us, Celtic, and took the foot off the gas. It's <laughs> kind of shocking to say that because they should have went for the, the jugular and just put us away. But um, yeah, I completely agree with Ryan and, and you. I, I, I would have I would have pulled the trigger then because you can't go to Parkhead twice in under a under a year at that point and get scudded. And we mean scud. I know it's three 0 four 0 but it was going on so many more goals. But I would have pulled the trigger at that point as well. Do you know what was telling that game? Sorry to jump in, Carney. Um, just, I just want to stay in that game for a second. Do you know what was telling that old firm game? You'll remember this. I think it was one you just put in the chat. At the, that team that finished the old firm game at Celtic Park, it was something like 10 of them 
who finished the game were in the squad of two years ago. Like that, for me, that's telling. I don't think Van Bronckhorst would have wanted that. I don't think that's what he'd have wanted finishing a game, an old firm game at Celtic Park. And for me, that 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 told you a lot of a lot of things about the lack of investment. Yes, you get injuries, but these te- this team of the fails miserably so many times at Celtic Park. That's not their first doing, and they got a doing under Geo, as, as Ali said the last time. That game wasn't on him for me. It wasn't the players let him down so much, and. I don't. What I'm trying to get as I don't want them escaping us. I don't want Geo carrying the can for us domestically. Yes, he deserves to get sacked because he he's accountable for it, and, and that's that's what a manager does. But I don't want these players escaping the criticism because they deserve it. It's not the way football works, unfortunately, mate. I don't it's think. Not. I think there's a lot of the players that will get off for this kind of score free. I think because uh, you can't sack a squad. I mean, I, I think a lot of people wish he could. I think there's a lot of players there that had completely chucked it under him as well. And these sometimes these things happen in football and it is nothing against you as a man. I just think it, it, ultimately it was a failure. Um again, if he would have been if he'd have won the, the Europa League final, he would have been hailed as immortal, quite rightly so, and we'd be having a different conversation right now and probably he would be unsackable, let's not lie, if he'd won the European final, you, you can't sack a manager um, if he's done that for you, but he didn't, and that's the thing, he, he didn't. And I, I'm the same, I, I believe that the recruitment's let him down, Ross Wilson's let him down, the board have sold him a wee bit here, and... Um, yeah, the players, the players severely, they've let themselves down as well, the players. And they'll know that, that's the thing. These players are not stupid. There's enough experience within that squad that know. Um, but when it happens, it happens. Uh, and it's you can't you can't have, you can't really pull it back. You can't really pull it back. Ali, the timing of it all. Um, again, <laughs> pessimist me. Yes, I know. Before the AGM, the the, the board are pretty sure that they're going to want to try and get the fans back on side because if Gio had sat there, that would on a on just being a a a, a, a sensible human being, a, a nice human being, a, a respectful human being, that would have been horrific. That AGM, it would have not have been enjoyable for anybody. I do believe that this has also been part of the reason that the club have decided to act now because they know they knew what was coming and. I won't be shocked if there's a new manager announced just before it. No, I would. I think there'll be a new manager announced this week. I really mm-hmm. do, um, and we need to because whoever comes in has got was it three weeks to to work this squad before the Hibs game. Obviously, we've got that Leverkusen game on the on the Saturday before as well, so he's got that game. But yeah, I I, I honestly think we have someday. There's someday in the wings that. I would think will be announced this week to do the way they've done today. To me, they've got somebody lined up to come in this week, and they need to bring somebody in this week, and they need to get it right, Rangers. Um, I mean, Ross Wilson, he'll be heavily involved in this, but um, he's obviously got links to certain managers that you might come on to Carney who have been linked with. But Rangers we'll come need to, to get we'll come to Mr. Come to Mr. Wilson very yeah, shortly. Rangers need to get this correct, but I'm pretty sure they have. Um, somebody lined up for to be announced this week. Yeah, Ryan, it is uh, a new agreement. I expect I expect this to be quite a a quick process if they've decided to do it. hundred percent. hundred percent. I think I think they'll be 
looking at this this kind of break is an ideal opportunity for the manager to come in and just meet the players and um, get to know them, get a bit of training, get a bit of training done before the competitive football starts again. Um, they have definitely looked at the AGM as well, and they'll think to themselves, you know what, this will take a wee bit of burn off as if we bring a shiny new toy out to play with. Rangers fans are not that stupid. They're not that stupid. They will get it in the neck, and deservedly so, for some of their decisions. I appreciate Rangers are a business, I do, and I get that we have investors that we have to return their money to, but we've already spoken about that. But for me, yeah, it's, it's too convenient, the time, because they could have they could have sat and played poker, Carney, for another three or four weeks with Van Bronckhorst and Van Bronckhorst's agent and said, you know what, see the money you want for us to pay off or not paying that, we'll, we'll pay you less. They could have played poker for a few weeks. So, yes, it's very convenient that they've got rid of them now with, what, three or four weeks, is it, until we're back? And I believe that they will have somebody in, in place this week. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I think they. I think for their own sake they have to. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think for their own sake. Uh, before we come on and speak about who's next, um, everybody that's uh, watching in the YouTube live chat, there is a poll running at the top with uh, the choice of next manager or who you think other. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what everybody's initial uh, initial thoughts are. So if you go vote there before we come on, I'll be able to be able to say it when we come on to speak about who's next. Um, <sighs> Ali Ross Wilson isn't leaving. <laughs> no, no, I didn't no. think. I didn't think we'd get the two of them gone. And I, mean, I don't like folk losing our jobs, and that. But no, I think Ross Wilson's there. I think he, like I say, he'll be heavily involved in who's coming in. I mean, you'll come on. I, I don't want to say the guys who are who has the we'll links to him until you get there. Um, he needs to take major responsibility. His signings have not been good enough. I'd like to do a pod, Carney, and break down all his signings and we'll go through them, success, or have they been a dud or whatever. Because I think it was David Edgar when we asked the question when he was on, said there's been more failures than positive signings from uh, Ross Wilson. Um, so I he, he needs to take major responsibility. Another one is, which is the glaring thing that we've said for donkeys with Imbroncast, especially this summer, is there's not been one player brought into this football club with a link to Van Bronckhurst. Dutch, yeah. through Dave Voss. There doesn't seem to be a link. Um, so, yeah, Wilson needs to take major responsibility, <laughs> responsibility for this as well. And, again, he, need, he needs to get this next manager right. That's, but his track record, Wilson, since he's come in, it's been, it's been poor. Mark Allen's probably mm-hmm. been better than him, to be honest, before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that everybody, I can see the amount of people that are saying it in the chat that Ross Wilson has to go to. I, I, if I'm being honest, I don't see both happening. Um, I think Gio's going to Gio's gonna take the the hit for it as well. He's almost going to lie on, um, fall on Ross Wilson's sword as well, I think, because I don't think the club are going to get rid of both. Um, we've had the conversation on here about the director of football role. I am a firm believer that it should go. I don't think it's worked and I don't really think it's required at Rangers, but the club seem pretty adamant to 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 keep it. Uh, but no, I agree. Ross Wilson's recruitment has been shocking. I mean, he did give us that night with Aaron Ramsey. Yes, he brought in... Um, What's his chops? What's his name? Diallo. Diallo. Um, uh, brought, obviously brought him in. We all had a bit of a buzz around that as well. 
but ultimately they, they were failures. Um, Ryan, it does look like, I mean, maybe we're wrong. Look, this, the board have shocked me today by by acting now. I mean, but I, I, I don't think Ross Wilson is um, leaving. Not, not, um, not just yet, anyway. No, he's part of the furniture in there for me. I don't think he's he's going anywhere. I think I agree with you in terms of director of football. That that role is not going anywhere, and they seem they seem happy with Ross Wilson. I'm not unsure for what reasons. We we can see it's easy to criticise Ross Wilson. It's very easy. Some of them I'm not I'm not backing him, but some of them he's been unlucky with, like the likes of Rams and Diallo. You would think the Bashuans to be some sort of success in Scotland, and they were. Anything but, but um, his, his recruitment hasn't been great for me. I, I can't remember if I used this in a podcast, and it was just chatting in the pub. His signings look like YouTube signings. If that if mm. that kind of makes sense, he looks as if he's done his scouting or his research on YouTube, which is everybody's a good player on YouTube. I'm a good player on YouTube. There's a clip there somewhere if you search me, and we just don't. This is where I'm hoping that this 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 scout we got from. From that lot, give me a second name, John. Is it John, it's not John Park, is it? John Stewart. He was, he was, he was a scout, a head scout with Celtic oh, for he's years. He's a head scout at Rangers now, aye. Yeah. Yes, and I think yeah. he's the one that brought like Wan Yaman and Van Dyke. Did a very good job with him. We now have him. I'd like to see something come back with him. I'd like to see him earning his coin now. And, and Ross Wilson getting some successes because through the door he has been pretty much a failure in terms of our recruitment and um but the answer to your question is I don't see him going anywhere. If if he, if he was, he would be gone at the same time as you. I don't see them getting rid of the manager and then announcing Ross Wilson's leaving his position. So no, I think we are we're stuck with Ross Wilson at the moment and that's why the board must get this next management a managerial appointment spot on. They have to get someone who has a relationship with Ross Wilson, understands and can have some sort of say on the players that are coming in that door. Yeah, yeah. As I say, it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm probably, as I say, I'm a bit shocked by it all happening today because I honestly, I'd convinced myself it just wasn't going to happen and um, the AGM was the kind of next thing I was looking at to see how things would go there. I still think if Ross Wilson chooses to attend that, I think he's in for some serious stick. I don't think there's anybody really going to let him away with that. Um, but I do I, I do think the same that I, I don't think we're getting rid of both. I think we've got rid of Gio and his team. Uh, but I I think Ross Wilson is probably here to stay. So, gentlemen, we'll move on to what next? Who next? Who, who are we thinking? What we're thinking? Um, speculation is going to be rife. I mean, I've already been sent all sorts of links and names to people so far in the poll that we've done. I put up um, the kind of two front runners, I suppose, is Sean Dyche and Mick Beale, um, and other was leave a comment. So there's been 116 votes. Um, Sean Dyche has got 30% of it, um, 45% to Mick Beale, and 25% to other. Ali, um, I'll come to you first, mate. Who do you think will be next? Uh, do you have somebody in mind? Do you think the board are yeah, do you have somebody in mind? Do you think the board are, are going to make it as not easy? Easy is probably the wrong word. Um, but do you think it's going to be as cut and dry, as as simple as we already know? If that makes sense. Well, I don't know. 
nothing would surprise me with this board car. No. They, could, they could fling another Cachinho at me. Nobody surprised oh, me. Jeez, <laughs> oh, man. I know. I know. Selling, Ali, selling. I know, but that's the thing about this board. You, you just don't know what we're going to get. And yeah, the obvious ones you look at straight away are, are Mick Deal and uh, Sean Dice. Sean Dice, I think, would come in and I think he would get his organised. Would he play that brand of football that we kind of want to see? I don't know because he's came from a Burnley side and he's a kind of Sam Allardyce type, if you want to say, in terms of gets teams organised. And so I don't know if he would play that attractive football. Saying that, he was with a Burnley team that was really surviving in the Premiership. So I don't know. Mick Beale has obviously been here before, done it under Gerrard. Was the, the man behind Gerard is doing well at QPR in his first job. It's kind of the last kind of few games he's played with QPR. They've started to lose a couple of games. That, but that championships are kind of that happens in that championship. So he's doing well with them. But we need to remember he's in the first his first proper management job. McBeal. He's only been at QPR four or five months. So. Again, I like McBeal. I like his philosophy in football. I think he would get us playing good football. Is he the man to come in right now? I don't know. But Dyche is the obvious link because he's got a link to Wilson mm-hmm. and so is the ex-Southampton manager. There's the other one. Um, Hassel, Hassel, what's Hasselhoff? What's he's called? Rassenhutter, whatever his name is. <laughs> can't he, yeah, Ralph, yeah. Ha- Ralph, Ralph, ha- half, half, yeah. Hasselhutter or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's him, the Bodo Glint manager who always gets flung about and there's management jobs coming up. He's always flung Leon, about. Leon managers, people are saying Bielsa in the chat and that. Honestly, the speculation is mental. Yeah. just Twitter's going meltdown. But could I give you a specific name of a guy I want in? No, I can't, Carney, because I've not actually had the time to sit and have the look, but there's nobody in the tip of my tongue that I would say, that's the guy I want to come in. I'm I don't know if you have a guy that you... No, um, if I, I mean, right now, if I had to pick somebody, I would pick Mick Beale, um, purely because, not that he's t- tried and tested, but we know that he can, he can play some pretty good football and he's been here and he gets it. Um, I fully believe that he understands Rangers because I think, in all honesty, I think he understood Rangers more than Gerard did sometimes. Now, see Sean Dice for me, it's just so underwhelming. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's not a he's not a manager that plays winning football. Does that make sense? It's more like not survival. Survival's still too a two opposite end but for me there's there's just I don't know something about something about Sean the, the, if it was to be Sean Dice it's just it's underwhelming to me I would rather Rangers went with Beal, um than anything else but look the speculation is going to be absolute rife and you're right this Ross Wilson has to save his job here in my opinion this is this is now up to him to save his job he has to get this correct because see if See if they come in with someone that's another Cassinia. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this this guy won like I don't know the Qatar League four years ago or something. No, no like, do you know what I mean? Just it can't can't be like that. Um, so it's hard, mate. It is really difficult. Um, I ha- suppose I hadn't really let myself think about it um, because I did think that Gio was going to be here for probably the remainder of the season. If I'm going to be ruthlessly honest, but uh, if I if I had to put my my my, a name in the hat right now for me it would be Mick Beale. Um 
I just think I like the style of football he plays. I think he's done so well with QPR. I know it's a different animal up here. I do completely understand that, but I, I just think he, he gets it. I think he gets it. And considering we are not going to now go into the, the January market, I wouldn't have thought and start spending big bucks. Um, he knows quite a lot of these players, so I think he could get something from them. Um, I just hope Rangers don't go down I like a caretaker thing for the rest of the season. Rangers have to appoint a full-time manager and give them a contract uh, and and commit to it, but get, they need to get it right. And it's easy for me to say, but I'm allowed to say it because I'm a fan. I don't get paid the money to decide who the next Rangers manager is going to be. Ryan, if you get thoughts, who do you think the next Rangers manager is going to be? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting what you're saying because this is a maybe possibly a rare one for our podcast where I am in complete and utter disagreement with you, Carney. I'm the opposite side of the coin, which is, like I say, rare for us. It interests me, like, see McBeal? Like, after I rate him. Like, I really like McBeal, and I totally rate him as a coach, and I think he's doing a great job down at QPR. Uh, nice guy as well, and I agree with you in terms of he gets up here. But what would terrify me is if we appointed McBeal tomorrow, what's changing with Rangers? What's changing with that team? Because... What I see is a McBeal product that's expired. Like I mm-hmm. see the Barisic and Tavernier early crosses, the deep crosses. I see the one striker up front who needs to be Alfie or we're humped. Can I, that's, our style doesn't work. And I still see McBeal's team. He came here, he stopped 10, him and Gerard stopped 10, and him and McAllister as well. Let's give him credit. They stopped 10, won us 55, did what we all wanted. But I'd be terrified if Bill got the job because I would think, this is going to go back to it. He's going to stay. He loves Tav. He's going to stick with him. Barisic is his man. He brought him in. I think he would stick with the same players and it would worry me. And yes, he gets it, which he could say unbelievably so. Gio maybe didn't in terms of what we can do in Scottish football. He played here, yeah, but I think he, was, he wasn't attacking enough as a manager, Gio. But for me, I'd, I'd, I would be so... I'd be underwhelmed by Bill opposed to Dice. Dice for me, I'm, I'm not going to say I'd be excited, but Dice for me would be a completely different avenue. I, I don't think we'd play the 4-3-3, but see, no matter who it is, it needs to be a winner. It needs to be somebody who installs winning mentality. I mean, how many times do we text each other and go, oh, St. Johnson away on Sunday, oh, Aberdeen away on Sunday, oh, every game's like we dread. And that comes from the support, the players, the board, everybody. We need a win, winning mentality back. And I think that's, I'm not saying Dice would give you that. I'm just saying out of the names that I've seen today, which I've been briefly on uh, social media, Dice would be the one I would pick because I think you bring that physicality and that. I've seen him in interviews saying, I don't let my teams not work hard. And by God, that Rangers team are not, and not used to working hard because they look unfit this season. So I'd want somebody to bring those standards back uh, into the club. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, it is interesting. I I, I, I just... I don't know. Uh, look, it's just my personal opinion. I just feel I understand what you're saying, maybe when I did wonder how long it would take you to bring up that you'd want Rangers not to play four three three anymore, mate. I, I was <laughs> waiting to see how long it took you to I say that. It. But uh, <laughs> but I think McBeal has played slightly different under QPR. It's not like a carbon copy of what we've seen under him and Gerard here. Also, Gerard's 
people are saying like Gerard to come back and I've seen that on social media Oof. in the bin with that that is not happening Stephen Gerard nope. will not be coming back to the, the board cannot do that they know they cannot do that but anyway moving on to what we're talking about is I don't know with Dice because I just haven't seen him win enough football games do you know what I mean I just haven't seen him win enough games and win anything really to really take note of if that makes any great sense and to get a winning mentality it's look it's this is a this is probably the hardest yeah do, do, do you think do you think we could get, whether you want him or not do you think Rangers can get Dice because I wonder he was linked to England and I know it didn't End well at the end he's burned, but he's probably ran his course with Burnley. But he was kind of linked with England and the next kind of Allardyce, like, like um, Ali said, the next kind of that level of English manager. And I wonder if he's maybe just sitting waiting on a, I don't know, a Fulham or a Southampton or, or West Ham, waiting for a job like that. Lower English Premier West Ham is a bit harsh here, but a lower English Premier League team to be like, oh no, we're going to get relegated. We need to bring in somebody like Dice to just fight this out. And I wonder if. I know we got a European final last year, but I think I still think Adish is a pretty big name down there. You're, you're probably correct. Yeah, it probably is the, the kind of new version of Sam Allardyce, if you like. Um, it's a really difficult one. I say I don't remember it being as maybe not as we, we all had. We've all we've all got different opinions, I suppose, on who we think the manager's going to be. But there is just such a varied, a varied choice just now like there's so many people that are getting linked with it and you do have to remember where we play football and if Dice would want to come to Scotland to play football is he actually is that what he wants to do does he want to manage a team in Scotland I'm not sure I mean he's a, he's got as far as I'm aware he's got no um no experience in Europe uh, if I just can correct me if I'm wrong but he's got zero experience in playing in Europe so, so to me I'm, oh, they I did. played Aberdeen in the Europa League remember Oh, I uh, uh, got, got Europa League. He finished. I think he finished sixth or seventh in the in the Premier League. Maybe second last season. I think with Burnley. Mm, so he has done. Know. He has done that. So um, yeah, all aboard the dice. The dice. <laughs> the dice bus for me. Yeah. Are you going to put a name in, Ali? Who you think? If you had to say one, Martindale. <laughs> Did you see the video? Did you see the video? Of, like, a lot of videos. I, the, <laughs> That was so good. The one driving—that's brilliant. If MD's watching this, hasn't seen that. Stairs that video—it's tremendous. Absolutely. I tell you what, it's Martindale. He'd probably be a good manager for us, by the way. But he doesn't. But he fit the profile. Doesn't he? He's done well with Livingston, that. But he doesn't fit the profile. He'd get a tune out of the Rangers team, but no. No, we need to be earning, We need to be going bigger than Martindale, and I like Martin. He would get a top up. He would get a top up, and he's my jail's points if he if he um, became the manager. <laughs> no, he would. No, he would. No, he would. But no, in terms of a guy, I've really not got a guy to give you can. I've just, nobody. I've really sat down and thought, yeah, I really like him. The Dice, what I think Dice would come to Rangers. I really do. Sean Dice for me would get as Ryan's just said there one of those kind of teams that might sack a manager and need somebody to come in and stabilise them and keep them in that premiership. That's all he's going to be down there. He's not going to be fighting for trophies. He can come up to Scotland because uh, he was with Burnley for years, Dyche. Um I mean, they've done that fact, Ryan, when they got to Europe, a pub down in Burnley renamed a pub the 
something dish pub or whatever it was because he got them that far in the Premiership. I remember that. But so that's what we'll be next summer then for the, the summer. We'll be naming a pub after him, I. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the vice oil change is name, I. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think Dice would come. I, I think if Rangers approached him, he would come because he would look at this as a challenge. European football, he can win trophies and maybe then he could step back down to that Premiership. So I think he would come, but at this moment in time, I can't give you a name. Come back to me on Friday and I'll have a name. I'll do my homework on it properly. But when he's appointed. I, just... <laughs> I know. We'll After he's appointed, Ali will be like, oh, I told you it was going to be him. Uh, but, but no, it's there's nobody that one. really stands out, Carney, that I'll, I'm like, definitely want him. No, there there's arguments for all of them. If you put them all down in paper, there's arguments for all of them. There's arguments for Beal, there's arguments for Dyche and X amount other managers that are on that list, but... See, no matter if we disagree with the who the manager's name will be and who the manager will be, but all of us are in the same opinion that the football has to improve and the winning mentality has to come back because we got to a point there under Gio where not really any of us were looking forward to going to, going to Ibrox. Ibrox was becoming a chore, which should never be the case. And teams had figured us out. Teams had figured out how to play against us and we had no way to adapt to it. And yes, ask, look, uh, go, Sorry, yeah, Carney. Just, do, you, do you two guys think it should be a, a British manager going forward rather than a... The, a know. European one. Do you think they should go down the route of a British manager? Because I think it was Scotia that says our record with foreign managers, and we've not had many to be honest, hasn't been great. Apart from the cat, we had lots of money. But do you think they look more at the the, the the British angle than a left field a left field appointment of somebody in, in the continent in Europe somewhere? I mean, there's only been eighteen managers in our. History, yeah. so it's and some Premier League teams have that in the first six months of a of a season. So, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably, I mean, probably. I, I, it's it's also rare that we're at this stage where there will probably be nobody from Scotland linked with the job. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's usually always someone. Well, that I think not a chance, mate. <laughs> not a chance. No chance. Um, and obviously Martindale, I mean, it's all a bit tongue-in-cheek, I think, with Martindale, let's be honest. But there's no one really. I mean, a proper left-field one it would be a massive risk, a huge risk for Rangers to take would be Kevin Thompson. Um, but again, I don't see the board doing that. I think that the, there's no way the board are going to gonna take take that risk. Ryan, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think it should be a British manager or are we... Well, when Ali first said that, I was like, definitely, definitely. And then I thought, you know, it doesn't need to be a British manager. I think it needs to be somebody who's a winner. It needs to be somebody like, I hate doing this. I hate it. You look at what they did over it and I win one window over there. You look at what he's installed. He's Australian. Came from out the cold. He's installed this winning mentality into them. They've got their motto, don't stop or whatever it's called. Like, like but they've all bought into it. That's the thing we can laugh and but they've all bought into this like this label that they don't stop. And like it's, it doesn't need to be a British manager. I think we have a lot of scar tissue with Kashinia and Melvin Broncos, which I don't really count as a foreign manager. I know he's Dutch, but I don't really count as a foreign manager because he played here for a couple of years, but no, I don't think it has to be. I, I, if we appointed a foreign manager, I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be too worried. I would just be hoping it's the right foreign manager. It needs to be the right appointment with somebody who's going to install a winning mentality and look at why we've been failing over the past few years. Yeah, I'd probably go along. I'd probably go along with that. It's a, it's, it's a real difficult one. And again, people will say as well, a lot of people are saying, I don't want an ex-player because the ex-player thing hasn't really worked as well. To an ex-player for our club, I mean, um, again, I can understand that to a, to a certain extent, but it's really now down to Ross Wilson. It really is. He's he, he, We're all in complete agreement that he's going to really need to get this one correct because I do believe this is his last throw of the dice uh, because I don't... Or dice? Do you see like that? Do you like that? Oh! Um, do you like that? But I don't, I don't think he's got, if any, credit in the bank. If anything, he's running at a loss right now. So he needs to... He really needs to get this correct because I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's going anywhere. I really don't think he's... It's going to go anywhere. Ross McLean said in the chat there, as long as the next manager isn't Welsh, and that would really upset Scotia. That really would upset him. Scotia wouldn't return to Ibrox, I don't think, if he was Welsh. But it's going to be an interesting one. See, even people are saying, play, like, like Wayne Rooney, see for me, no, that's just, no. It's not what we It's not what we need. Um, but look, it's a, it's a difficult one to try and get right. Um, we all, let's again put cards on the table, when they announced um, Ange Postacoglu, we all, had a bit of a giggle, hadn't heard of him before, and look what he's managed to do. Um, we all thought he was going to be the Akashinia, and we were we were wrong. And I, I still stand by it. Look, I will, and I've said it before on a pod, and we're not a million miles away. We just have lost our identity. We've lost our desire. We've lost our, our the, the kind of Rangers willing mentality of teams coming to Ibrooks and knowing that they're going to get a doing and that's not there anymore and we, we did lose the, the style of play. We've lost our, and I, I've said it in the pod as well that I, I, I don't like getting into a rant about it, but I believe the standards of our club are being dropped by the board. Now, I do think the board have made the right decision in doing this, probably a wee bit late, yes, but that doesn't matter now. If that makes sense, you've got to be like, right, okay, we've done it. It's now time to move forward. There's no point in dwelling on that. And we need to back the manager as much as we can, whoever it may be, but the speculation is going to be rife. But I think we're all probably in agreement that I would fully expect an announcement to be made by the end of this week, if not the start of next. When's the AGM? Seven weeks or something? Two weeks. Two weeks tomorrow. So I would. I would definitely announce. I, th- I would definitely expect an announcement before that. I. I don't think I've got any great doubt in that. I'd imagine that the process has already started. The players, the make... players are back in hot. They're back for holiday next Monday. I think they're back in next Monday. The Hawks, the could, Rangers players, could be the end of this week. But could you um, imagine a new manager gets announced and then Morelos? What do you think he'll do? He'll just switch his phone off, won't he, if he's in holiday? Basically, it's called back early. <laughs> Aye, exactly. Or he'll pretend he couldn't, he couldn't, um, couldn't find his phone because he was wearing Robocop's glasses. Oh, um, don't. Why did I bring him up? Oh, God. Oh, honestly, mate, <laughs> why did you bring him up? Why did you bring him up? It's going to be interesting to see as well who we get in and what that means for the for the future of some players. Um, they might want to keep him. They might want to keep Kent. Do you know what I mean? So we're, we're going to need to we're going to need to wait and see. Um, right, gentlemen, that'll do us um, for tonight. Uh, I see a bit of a shock tonight. I didn't expect to be sitting here and having a conversation with everybody, but there was no way we weren't going to come up and speak about it. But yeah, um, today we confirmed that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is no longer the Rangers manager. Let the speculation and Twitter run wild, and we'll see what crazy names we get linked with. But I would like to think that the the club will. 
act quickly. I'm pretty sure the process has already begun. So let's hope that there's something announced sooner rather than later. Ali, for tonight, mate, thank you very much. No problem. Twitter will be an absolute... It will be going tonto for the next couple of days with all sorts of names in there, but looking forward to some of the mad names in there and more sort of Martindale videos because they were quite good today. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It, it was, was funny. funny, but I, I honestly think, Carney, when we do our, our pod on Friday night, I think potentially there could be a new Rangers manager in the door by then for us to speak about. Well, that would be good, wouldn't it? Imagine having something to speak about in a podcast, mate. That would be cracking, wouldn't it? Be really good. Positive one as well. Yeah, yeah a positive. Well, we don't know. No, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't quite know that yet, but I would, I would like to hope so. Um, Ryan, thank you from your mobile location, mate. Thank you for coming on. Cheers. Um, I think this. I think it is positive. Although it doesn't feel like it, I think this is positive because he he did have to go, and his management team had to go for it for it to be a step forward. So. Doesn't feel like it just now, but this is a positive thing that from Broncos and his team are away now, and um, it's going to be very interesting to see who we bring in. They need to get this right because they're creeping up behind us in terms of trophies and titles, and that cannot happen. I will not let it happen. It cannot happen. So Rangers need to get this right, and it will be interesting to see how it goes. I am looking forward to take my phone off the steering wheel because I've just realised I'm sitting right in front of a kid's football pitch with my phone sitting in the steering wheel. And people are walking by, and I've just realised it looks as if I'm videoing a kid's football match, so have a good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, mate. That is, that is, that's, that's just brilliant. That is brilliant. But no, I, look, I, I agree on your point. The board have to get this one correct now. This is the... This is the last straw, really, for a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, we will be back in Friday, hopefully, with our new manager to discuss. Uh, we'll be live again on Friday at our usual time at half past six. Again, sorry, uh, but the British Heart Foundation Just Giving link is still up. If you would like to just help us in any way you can, even a pound, to help us raise as much as we can, it will be down by the time we go live on Friday. So I'll announce exactly how much that we did raise. So if you go there and do that, I would really, really appreciate it. So, yes, we'll be back half six on Friday. Again, hopefully with a, a new um, a manager to discuss. Before you go, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the channel. And I'll speak to you on Friday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.